your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to kind of like a Friday, a little bit, since tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Want to talk a little bit about Black Friday and how it's creeped into Thursday and then how it just creeps into November and December, right? And then it just keeps going till December 26th. And even after that, it's like uh, post-Christmas sales, right? Also had a couple of interesting police-related stories. A little bit different than the ones we talked about yesterday, which were like alternate side parking and, and 95.7 The Rock donating 15 grand to help to fund, totally fund a lacrosse canine officer. But these are a little bit more interesting and kind of gross. Uh, one's kind of gross, but not, I don't know. Uh 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Um, yeah, along with Black Friday, I just want to talk about the Wisconsin legislature a little bit and just the things that get passed and the things that we could be doing. So it's always funny, like, what we decide to spend time on as a government to pass laws, right? Because that's what they are. They're lawmakers. And and uh, one of the recent laws they, they just passed dealing with lemonade stands of all things. And I know we years ago, we talked about this on the show with Mitch and I can't remember the details, but it was, you know, some kid had a lemonade stand in the area and I, I want to say they had to take it down. If you guys remember this, feel free to call in or text him, but I want to say they were like these kids were forced to take down the lemonade stand, which is why there's legislation now that Governor Tony Evers signed making lemonade stands legal, I guess. But it's just, I feel like sometimes, sometimes I feel like we could have common sense. And then other times I see something stupid happen and go, nope, I guess we can't. I guess there is no common sense. We need to have laws, right? Like our federal government's living under the word unprecedented now. Like everything is unprecedented. Uh, not presidented, unprecedented. So uh, that's kind of where we're at in, in a government. So then you, when you see the Wisconsin legislature pass a law that allows lemonade stands, you're like, okay, I guess we, I guess some, somebody stupid somewhere decided to, you know, give a ticket to a kid because he had a lemonade stand or maybe, maybe like a school lunch debt. Maybe they made the kid destroy his own lemonade stand and pour out the lemonade on the ground. Uh, and then when the, when like some lemons hit the ground, they probably wrote him a ticket for littering too, on top of that, just to really get them. Uh, probably happened. Not exactly like that, but probably something like really stupid happened that where our government went, all right, well, I guess we need to make a lemonade stand law now because somebody out there doesn't have enough common sense to, you know, let kids have lemonade stands. Like, what are we doing? Why do we, why do we have to have this a law? 608-785-7914. I'm not going to get to talk about this, but I just want to mention it. Caledonia High School is going for a Black Friday state championship again. 
I wonder if moms in Caledonia, moms, dads, just just people that have kids on the team, and maybe brothers too. Like, I mean, one of the things that meet when I go home for Thanksgiving, one of the things I like to do with my nephew is we will go Black Friday shopping. And we just, you know, it, we when he was real little, we'd hit the toy aisle. And that's always fun for me because I'm still a kid. And uh, he's older now. And we still hit the toy aisle. So it's still fun. But like, so I, I always wonder back in the day when, when uh, I was working at the newspaper, Caledonia would also, also, also uh, often ruin my Black Friday bonding with my nephew because they'd be in state and it's always on Black Friday, the state championship in Minnesota. They even like they even delayed it a week this year. There was a bye week. They had a Super Bowl bye week this year. Uh, I don't think that's happened before. I don't think they've done that in years past. I know they've had bye weeks in Minnesota, but not for the state championship, which is always a little goofy. I guess maybe there was a, a hang up with uh US Bank Stadium on a Friday night, maybe, I guess. I don't know. But uh, so they had a bye week for the state championship, with that, which I thought was kind of kind of interesting. If if they had it for the sake of just having a bye week, because high school football, especially in Minnesota, where they do have a bye week, but they often run the playoff games right back to back. Like with, I think there's three playoff games within 11 days of each other, which is really weird. Like if you're going to do that, do it at the beginning or middle of the year when the games are just regular season because everyone makes the playoffs. Um, so anyway, Caledonia. Got a, got a little sidetracked there. Caledonia is going for its 67th win in a row. Consecutive win. This will be their fifth consecutive state championship if they win. They're 9-0 and in state champion. I'm doing this off the top of my head because I just recited every year. 9-0 and in state championships since 2007 or 2009. 2007, I believe. Could be could be earlier than that. I have I have it all written down somewhere. I could find that. But yeah, they're just every time they get to the state championship, they win it. So uh the last time they didn't win a state championship is when they had an NFL player on the team. So uh sorry about sorry about mentioning that again, Carl. Cause I know he's not listening. Uh so yeah, that's something I'm not gonna be able to to speak to unless it and until Monday. But like if you guys are are paying attention on Friday, if you're not shopping and if you want something to do, you want to see a team win its sixty seventh in a row, it's the longest win streak in the nation. Uh, that's happening. Caledonia, I'm pretty sure they're going to win it playing a number three team in the state, I believe. They already beat the number two team. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. We're going to hit Drew with the news, and we'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. If you want to get in here, uh, I'm going to hit these two stories dealing with the La Crosse Police Department, who they arrested recently. They're kind of interesting stories, kind of weird. Uh, but first, we're going to go to Eric from Sparta, who sounds like it's got he's got a pretty good idea to help people who might not be able to shovel and might not also want a fine from the city for not shoveling. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. That's exactly my point. I think the city ought to put a website up where people who have computers can read them of people who have uh, the ability and want to help people for a fee, of course, shovel their sidewalk, it says, getting fined by the city into bankruptcy because they are unable to plow their sidewalks. I think that would be a good thing. People could call in and say, I'm willing to do this, I'm willing to do this for a fee, of course, but at least it won't have to be the absolute burning fee of being put into bankruptcy by the city of La Crosse because they can't 
plow their sidewalks manually themselves. Eric, but, is- Eric when, but when the city does that, then they don't get to charge people for an exorbitant amount of money for char- for uh, shoveling sidewalks. That, that's going into their budget. They need that money. Well, <laughs> tough. Live without it. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, thanks for the call, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not a bad idea, uh, although we're we're asking the government to create something, create a website using taxpayer money uh, to basically a, a, like a want ads. Hey, I need my shovel sidewalked. I'm gonna put. A, I gotta post it on here. Or the, f- the flip side of that, if to have people, you know, maybe you're maybe you have a child, teenager or something. You live on the. Uh, 1400 block of Caledonia Street. And you post on the city makes a website where it's, you know, blocked out nice and you can you put your name on there, willing to shovel, snowblow, whatever, and then you can just check off the blocks that you would be willing to do that and then people that don't want to shovel can just go on that website and Find a person that's willing to shovel their block. Maybe look at rates. I don't know. Maybe have set rates. Maybe maybe some people are charging more than others. So, oh, this one's only charging, you know, 10 bucks. So I'm going to do that. Uh, pretty good idea. Pretty good idea, Eric. I don't know if uh, people want the government doing that, but... That's... Uh, not the worst not the worst idea. 608-785-7914. Better Hearing Center talk and text line. If you want to get in here, I'm going to take a quick break because I hear a sounder and I'm not really sure if it's for me or not. So I'll be back. Maybe I'm not even on the air. As I see it, I'm Scott Robert Shaw. Sometimes it seems that Democrats and Republicans can't agree on anything, but maybe that isn't entirely true. Perhaps we need to be reminded that those we elect to public office are actually working together. The big stuff remains elusive. Legislation promoting gun control went nowhere in Wisconsin during the last legislative session. There was no action on closing the dark store loophole or releasing state funding to fight homelessness. But it turns out a Republican-controlled legislature and our Democratic governor can agree on something. It's a little thing, but at least it's progress. Governor Tony Evers signed a bill into law this week, allowing kids to legally operate lemonade stands in the state. We've heard stories about some communities cracking down on innocent children who set up lemonade stands on their front lawn hoping to make a few bucks. The bill Evers signed into law would allow children under 18 to be able to legally and without getting a permit operate lemonade stands. They would be limited to no more than $2,000 in sales per year or the equivalent of about 8,000 cups of lemonade at 25 cents each. The bill stipulates that while kids can sell lemonade without fear of government reprisal, they can't sell foods which could make people sick, like egg salad or raw meat. So in this era of divisiveness, it is good to see that lawmakers from both parties can agree on something, even if it's something as simple as allowing kids to be kids. I'm Scott Robert Shaw on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. A little preemptive Scott Robert Shaw's as I see it. But that's all right. It kind of ties right into what I wanted to talk about. Uh, actually, didn't screw up. I was on the air, but somebody else wasn't on the air in another studio. And it's pretty dead in here on a Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving at 5.30. So uh, nobody's around to tell Grant that he uh, didn't turn his mic on or something. <laughs> Better Hearing Center talking text line. So Scott Robert Shaw, just his as I see it. If you want to go read it, it's on wisdomnews.com. Find blogs on there. Uh, pretty funny. What do you say? 8,000 cups of uh, lemonade or would equal like $2,000 at a quarter a piece? I guess I can't do bad. 
Uh, that sounds about right, though. Um, and I kind of hinted at this at the beginning of the show, the idea that our legislature has to fight each other about actual things that maybe, uh, you know, citizens want done, you know, background checks, stuff like that. Like, you know, whether, whether or not you want that, I, I think there's, there's enough people out there that, that we, you know, we actually could, we could discuss this as a, a governmental body and, and debate it. Uh, but we're not going to do that, but we're going to pass the lemonade stand law so that kids under 18, of course we made it 18. So 17 year olds are out there with lemonade stands. That's a, that's a funny, funny, uh, thought too. Uh, I wonder if 18, I wonder if you can't, if you're 18, can you, you must not be able to, once you're an adult, no lemonade stands for you. You've got to get a permit. Uh, or you, you wheel your neighbor kid out there, you know, and bribe him with some, some lemonade himself. Hey, sit out here so that I don't get arrested when I'm trying to make a bunch of money selling lemonade because I'm over 18 now. Uh, but so this is what our legislature is fighting for. And this kind of ties in. I wanted to tie this in with Black Friday a little bit. So obviously Black Friday has trickled back into, uh, you know, Thirsty Thursday, Hungry Thursday, Thanksgiving Thursday, whatever you want to talk about. A lot of them stores have have begun to open at 5 p.m. on Thanksgiving, which seems ludicrous, right? And obviously this is nothing new. We've done this for a number of years and um. You you see often on social media, some people will share. Bo- I'm boycotting stores that open on Thanksgiving. I think Walmart opens on on Thursday, uh, Thursday night. Kohl's, I th- other stores, you know. And you'll see a lot of people boycott those stores, or, or or ask others on social media to boycott those stores because we're opening on Thanksgiving. So what is you know like what's the deal there? And and not only that, we're opening like at supper time on Thanksgiving when the holiday literally is just about eating together, right? Like it's kind of a funny holiday anyway. Like the way it, what it's turned into is we eat turkey. Uh, so so our uh, government fights over legis- legislation on lemonade stands, but I f- I feel like there's a route here where our government could fight over uh, you know holidays and and not 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 creating a, a law that forbids businesses from being open on Thanksgiving, but uh, something something a little different I had in mind. But we're going to go to the phones. Uh, who's this? You're on the air. This is Tom. Hey, Tom, go ahead. You're on. Okay. Yeah, I just got a question. Uh, I think it was Sunday night or perhaps Monday. Nah, I think it was Sunday. Anyhow, uh there were some three explosions and then some sirens after that. Did anybody ever uh, hear what that was? In in lacrosse, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I live up on Indian Hill here. Okay. And uh, there was three of them, and I I thought there was some kind of large fireworks or something they were shooting off the bluff, maybe. And then uh, I thought, no, it's a little early for that, but. I never did hear, uh, like on your shows, what exactly it was. There's talk back and forth on uh, that next-door neighbor site, um, but no answers, just questions. So I was just wondering about that. Um, yeah, Anybody I'm, out I'm, there uh, heard of it? I'm, I mean, I just did a quick Google search to see. I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't hear anything. I I uh I see that something happened November 20th in 2014. 
<laughs> no, I have no. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Tom. I have no idea. I, I guess maybe you just heard fireworks, and that's that was the, the extent of it. Otherwise, there would be news stories about it. We would have known about it too, I guess. I would sure think so, but they were. I thought maybe a shotgun at first. And I thought no, no, and then bigger than like an M80 too. So that's why I thought, well, maybe there's something going on up on the bluff. But yeah, it was huge. I mean, there were big explosions. Uh, but anyway, well, I just thought I'd check. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I can't. I can't help you at all. Really. Thanks for the call, though. Uh, if anyone has any idea, there were some explosions Sunday or Monday in Lacrosse. Maybe just giant fireworks. Uh, they weren't kicking off the the rotary lights yet because that happens Friday too as well, right? Like I think it happens Friday. Uh, excited about that. Go down there and check out the rotary lights. Just kind of remember that. Uh, all right, so I'm I'm gonna get to these two stories by the lacrosse police in a little bit, but um, and I just I'm I kind of got on, off on my uh, lemonade stand thing, but. Okay, so the uh, the our state legislature is is fighting each other about passing any kinds of laws, and the only thing that they seem to pass, and they, they did, the Evers did sign some wetlands bill and and some other bills, but like the stuff like lemonade stands and even like the more punishment. I, a couple of weeks ago, I ripped on the fact that the legislature wasn't passing anything except laws that further punish people for doing things. Um, that are already punishable and not passing anything else that ha- just, you know, like legislation when it, when it comes to, to funding schools or anything like that, they're, they're just passing punishing bills. And then, uh, and, and when it, when it, when it got through the, actually the, the drunk driving one didn't even pass. So uh, good and bad, right? Like a, a lot of people want to see more punishment for drunk driving, but I'm just, the way I see it is like, okay, we're only just passing laws to punish people, but now we've passed a law that makes a lemonade stands legal. Thank goodness. But meanwhile, we have this uh, Thanksgiving tradition that's turned into a shopping tradition. And as much as I like that, because it's just kind of fun to hang out with my nephew and and we just bum around town. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like that. And not that our government should pass legislation to ban, you know, retail stores from being open on Thanksgiving. But what about like looking out for workers in this regard? How about if stores are going to be open on a holiday, you know, especially one like this or Christmas, ones that are just completely like, you know, the the norm is that they're shut down. But even like gas stations, you know, all those are always open. There's someone always working, you know, you, if you're if you ever hit a gas station on a holiday, you got to think like, oh, I'm you know, it's Christmas and I'm here. But like this person has to work. Uh, why not pass legislation to make make that person get double time or triple time? I know when I worked at Kimberly Clark and I worked a holiday. In the summer, I was like a summer hire in college. I got triple time on holidays. So I was making, you know, 30 bucks an hour as a college student working a holiday shift. And that's kind of why they had us working at Kimberly Clark. They were, we were just summer hires, but we, you know, a lot of people go on vacation in the summer and the college students come home for the summer and our parents work there. So we we had the privilege of being able to work at, at Kimberly Clark and it's kind of a fun job, but like pretty good pay back in the day. And then Sunday was double time. Always double time and holidays were always triple time. And or you could take you could take a holiday and you could get double time for it and bank that other eight hours. So instead of getting triple time, you got double time and you bank that other eight hours for uh vacation pay down the road. But like obviously I didn't do that because it was summer hire, but you know, full time workers were able to do that. So 
you know, when our government wants to pass lemonade stand bills and, and thank goodness, because the kids, you know, need their lemonade stands and, you know, maybe just like common sense would, would allow kids to have lemonade stands and I get it. They, they can't sell cookies on the lemonade stands because the cookies might make you sick, but like what the lemonade can't make you sick. Uh, but why not, why not, uh, as a government pass some legislation to give workers some more benefit to having to work on Thanksgiving, like double time on Thanksgiving, something like that. Just, I don't know. I, I see, I see that as, as something you, and you can look at the government and go, Oh wow. That's, that's that's actually makes a lot of sense because those people are sacrificing their holiday to, uh, be in stores doing something they don't want to do, right? Like it's the holiday. If anything, they want to be shopping too, but they're, uh, they're forced to work. And they're, they're not getting any extra pay. You know, maybe some businesses do have holiday pay, but I'm thinking a lot of those retail places have, you know, part-time workers and those workers aren't getting paid a lot. And then they're not getting anything extra out of it in terms of a paycheck. Maybe maybe somebody that that runs that business, a boss, you know, a, a manager, maybe they're giving, giving those workers benefits, maybe gift cards or something on the side, which would be awesome. But just in general, like, hey, how about some legislation to uh, to give those workers something else because they're forced to work on the holidays? All right, we did Scott's comment. So that's out of the way. If you want to read it, it's on wisdomnews.com. It's on lemonade stands, coincidentally enough. Uh, now we're going to hit Drew with the news one more time, and we'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914. Got any opinions on holiday, Black Friday, shopping? You think it's wrong that stores are open on Thursday? I believe around 4 or 5 o'clock tomorrow they open up, which, you know, the idea that we have a a holiday that's basically turned into just we eat. This is what we do. We get together as a family and eat. And then before we eat, we tell people what we're thankful for, and then we mile down. And uh, we got to do that quick. We got to do it earlier in the afternoon during football. Because at four, when it's technically, you know, getting around supper time, early bird special for some of those, some of you guys, the 4.30 special. Uh, <laughs> uh, retail stores are going to open and they're going to have huge deals. So screw the family. We're going shopping. We're going shopping as a family. That's what uh, Thanksgiving has kind of turned into a little bit. But uh we're going to go back to the phones. Jim Dandy making candy right now, I think. Jim, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yes, sir, I am. I got so many orders from the Holiday Fair. It ain't funny. Um, I want to touch on a couple things here, big guy. Yep. First of all, I'd like to wish you and all your listeners a very happy, safe Thanksgiving. Um, and I also want to say that Tom is not crazy. I heard the same thing the other night. I'm thinking it was Saturday night, but it could have been Sunday night. Um, there was three bangs within a minute of each other. And I didn't hear no sirens or nothing. And I'm out here on Highway 16, so he's across the marsh from me over on Indian Hill. Um, if that's correct, correctly politically spoken, I don't know. It. <laughs> but anyways, that's where he said he was. And, you know, so it's in between us somewhere. Um, so he's not nuts. Okay. And and on and on this thing on on Good Friday or Black Friday, it should be up to the owners of the store and their employees if if they aren't forcing their employees to work and they're saying, Hey, would you like to work that day? And here's what we're going to do for you. 
that's one thing. But if they're saying you have to work and it's mandatory and they got to give up being with their families and friends and whatnot, I'd say that's a little iffy. But um, as far as the, the, the people that do it, nobody should hold anything against them. It's like if somebody wants to drink a few beers, don't hold that against them. Um, I was, I'm not a smoker, but when they banned all these bars from having cigarettes in them because a lot of people didn't like it, well, then don't go to them bars. Just like don't go to Black Friday. If you don't like it, don't go. Don't go there and protest it because other people are there enjoying it. They, I mean, there's thousands and thousands of people all over town and all over the country that are standing in line to get a good deal. Mm-hmm. They all can't be wrong, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, I I understand. I just, I you know, when it when it comes to our government passing legislation to make lemonade stands legal, you oh, know, if they if they want to do something, maybe they could do something for workers who are forced to work on a holiday. And uh, you know it doesn't have to be gigantic, but like, hey, double time if you're forced to work on a, if you're working on a holiday, uh, you know, workers whether they're part time or full time get double time. Like I, I agree with that. Some type of an incentive to get them to want to work and not not you know so they're cheerful and happy about it and treat their customers right because I've I've been there where some of them are just so damn ornery like why in the hell are you even working today or tonight because you're you're so ornery you shouldn't even be here right and, and you know why, why because, because they were made to yeah definitely right you took the words right out of my mouth all right uh, that sorry. it Jim all right thanks thanks for the call Jim uh, have a good Thanksgiving. And uh, get get working on those candies, Jim Dandy's candies. I don't know if Jim has a website. Uh, Jim, if you want to call back and, and mention your website, and maybe you have too much work and you don't need any more orders for candies. But uh, uh, Jim Dandy at the Holiday Fair last weekend uh, taking a lot of orders. Speaking of taking orders, on our RadioStuffStore.com website, uh, there's a couple of things on there. I just wanted to mention kind of a good deals, and I'm I'm sad that I I didn't get on this earlier. But uh, so if you go to Radio Stuff Store, and I'm just going to go to the homepage so I can uh, navigate this a little bit better. Right, right below the Bucks, the first thing you see is a Bucks bus trip against the Spurs, which is January 4th. So if you want to get on that, uh, the Bucks have the best player in the league. We all should know that by now, I think. Uh, they're they have the best record in the East, at least. I'm not sure if they have the best record in the NBA. I just, I I, uh, I was navigating that way to make sure, but uh, Bucks bus trip. Against the Spurs, DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus Aldridge. The Spurs are always a perennial playoff team. This would be a great game. Uh, Bucks spurs it's January 4th, $89. Gets you a ride of the game. Uh, good good lower seat tickets, I believe. I'm just trying to skim now. Uh, section 227. So if you want to get on that. But what I really wanted to say, too, is on Radio Stuff Store, if you scroll down under that Bucks thing, holiday gift cards uh, on sale. A lot of them are gone. But these are a great deal. For $30, you get $50 worth of gift cards. So it's a pretty good deal. Radiostuffstore.com. Uh, golden Egg Rolls, $30 gift card. You get $50 worth. Creekside, Pasture Pride Cheese, Dairy Queen, uh, Midwest Healing LLC, uh, Mind Altering Tattoos, Orange Pearl, Famous Dave Sold Out, Pizza Doctors, Pearl Street Brewery, Twisted Moose, Driftless Axe, Great Escape. Uh, that one sold out. And a bunch of them are sold out already. Time Out. Elsie's Sullivan's all sold out, but there's a couple of good ones left. $30, you get $50 worth of gift cards. Uh, so that's that's a great deal if you want to go to radiostuffstore.com. Uh, all right, Jim, Jim, uh, you still taking orders? I feel like you're going to fall apart if you uh, take too many orders. Well, I'm used to it. <laughs> I'm still taking orders, but 
this Sunday at the Town of Holland Town Hall off of McHugh Road up by Holman, there's a craft show from 9 to 3 that I'm at. Okay. I won't have a ton of my stuff, but I'll have some of it. But also, a big sponsor of Wisdom is the Great Harvest Bread Company. Mm-hmm. I have some of my candies in there, turtles, peanut butter balls, mints, and so on. Okay. So if somebody wants to stop there and then try their sandwiches, I'll tell you, we bought some pies there today, Rick. Phenomenal. Yeah. Huge pies for 10 bucks a piece. Okay, cool. Thanks, Jim. Oh, you bet. All right, yeah, one more time, radiostuffstore.com. I feel like the Great Harvest uh, was on here, but now it might have been sold out, but uh, I'm just skimming. Anyway, yeah, radiostuffstore.com, Bucks bus trip January 4th against the Spurs. I think there's one other bus trip, too, unless unless we already – I think there is. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff for sale on there. Uh, Joe texted in. I agree. We've lost our roots in Thanksgiving over the years. It's been downhill ever since the moratorium on killing Native Americans. It's been all about Samsung slinging deals and turducken. <laughs> turducken? Do they still do turducken on uh, on on the fo- during the football game? What is it? Probably the Cowboys game because John Madden always used to do the turducken because uh, he loved the Cowboys and used to call the Cowboys games. How much do you miss John Madden? Everyone talks about how great Tony Romo is. Man, I don't like Tony Tony Romo at all. Like he's just I just I like the babbling lunatics like John Madden, you know, towards the end. Uh I even like uh Bill Walton. Is it Bill Walton? Yeah, Bill Walton, who's actually uh gonna have one of his records taken away from Giannis tonight. Uh Hawks Bucks, that's on WKTY. But Bill Walton's just kind of, you know, uh throwback guy who who just gets on the air and and just talks and talks doesn't really say anything but is just kind of rambling and it's just funny Uh, I'm kind of sick of the play-by-play guy I'm watching the game like I can see what's happening somebody talk to me about stuff it's more like I'd I'd rather have talk radio during the game than than play-by-play but uh oh and I mentioned Caledonia before uh they're at 67 wins in a row so tomorrow they're going for their 68th win in a row and a fifth straight fifth consecutive state championship and it's the nation's longest win streak, high school win streak, maybe even just in general. Does anyone else in any other sport have more than 67 wins in a row right now? Uh, we'll go back to the phones. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is Daryl. Hey, Daryl. Go ahead. couple of things. Um, first of all, uh, to your listeners and you and your family, happy Thanksgiving. All right, thanks. I hope you get fat, dumb, and happy watching Chicago and Detroit, two winning teams, play oh. football tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Okay, I'll just dump lemonade you. stand. Yeah, okay. lemonade stand. Yeah. Seriously, is there anything else in the state of Wisconsin that our Republican-controlled, and yes, I'm gonna say it, Republican-controlled legislature could be addressing? You mentioned a couple, by the way. I know that. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Are you asking, or are you just saying in general? I feel no, like that no, was a rhetorical. I'm asking. I'm asking. I mean, you're, I... you're like you're like the Sean Hannity of lacrosse. Okay. Oh, so, good. So I, 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 first of all, I do I do appreciate you seem to be a little bit more neutral than some of your um, coworkers there. That uh, the morning guy and Mitch Reynolds. I know he's not here anymore, but. Um, and I love those guys. I listen faithfully. 
but I, I sometimes take issue. So you're a little more neutral. Well, are you, you are you saying that they're the, the lemonade stands is at the top of the list? Or are you saying what well, like do you have any suggestions that we should be we should be addressing? I mean they, they tried to pass a drunk well, driving I, uh, penalty law, but they, this, it didn't even get through. This is a yes or no. Are there any other things in the state of Wisconsin that should be addressed before allowing seventeen and younger children, <laughs> seventeen years old and younger children to have lemonade stands and make four thousand dollars a year. I mean, they Is did. Any- they did discuss. They did discuss possibly legislating man- making cursive mandatory in schools. <laughs> okay, so for eight years, any one of these laws could have been legislated, signed into law. Any of these bills could have been signed into law. Why now? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know because maybe because the maybe the lemonade stand was something sprung that maybe like I said at the beginning of the show maybe somebody got arrested or fined for having a lemonade stand maybe some twelve year old girl that was, was two or, that was two or three years ago yeah I know I it remember happened. I know somebody it happened. got cited yeah yeah I think it was right here in Lacrosse too I, I you know it might have been longer that, it might have been longer ago but yeah I do vaguely remember something about a lemonade stand happening in Lacrosse and they had to take it down because they didn't have the permits um right right but yeah what a just, joke yeah it just it's seems a like, joke yeah common common sense laws all right well thanks for the call I got a I got another call waiting here so I'm gonna go to that you're you're on the air who's this oh yeah go, I, go. I am I am thankful for elastic waistbands. Oh, yeah, turkey pants. Yeah, Thanksgiving Day pants. Elastic waistbands. Mm, okay, all right. Say hi to Joe in Sparta. Um, he's a really interesting guy to listen to. I hope he calls in more. Okay, all right. Thanks for the call. Uh, not turkey pants, elastic waistbands. All right, thanks, thanks for that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, we'll be back on Wisdom after this. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. A couple more minutes before we wrap up and get out of here for a little Thanksgiving break. Uh, Mike Hayes will be in here on Friday for me because I'll be shopping. (laughs) Uh, Or maybe watching Caledonia on TV. 608-785-7914. Joe had to text in and, and make fun of the guy that just called and said I'm a little more neutral than than other people and I'm probably a little more neutral than Hayes in the morning uh I don't think uh, Mitch was pretty neutral uh Joe Joe uh, the, the caller I just, I'm sorry I forgot his name but he brought up how we should what should the legislature be working on why are we working on lemon lemonade stand legislation you know, there are other things. And Joe texted in, yes, me- legalizing marijuana would be one. Uh, Joe also told, said, uh, Rick is more AOC than neutral, which is definitely true. Uh, Eric from Sparta is calling back. Eric, go ahead. You're on. Yeah, you're going to be there tomorrow? It's Thanksgiving, Eric. No. You're going to be there? No. Okay, well, why well, didn't know you didn't say anything about that. I was kind of wondering. Oh, I just, I, uh, I'm not getting double time on, on Thanksgiving so I'm not coming in. <laughs> uh, thanks for asking. Um, also, another texter said, Eric, who just called, Eric had a good idea about advertising snow shoveling, but instead of a website, Facebook or Craigslist would be a great 
and free platform. Oh, uh, instead of the city creating a website, Facebook Craigslist would be a, a great and free platform for that. Uh, yeah, Craigslist kind of falling out of favor for uh, Facebook Marketplace because uh, it's a little bit less. I don't know how to put it. Like uh, when you when you post on Facebook, if you need you know something done or you're offering your services, people can see who you are. They can go on your Facebook page and see that you're an actual person. On Craigslist, a little bit, you know, sketchier than that. But, uh, yeah, those definitely free platforms. I don't know if anyone's, you know, it would be, you know, I think Eric did have a good idea. I think I had a, a, a better addition to that idea is if there was a website and you could block off all the city, you know, by blocks or, you know, however you wanted to do it, and then say, hey, I'm I'm someone that's willing to mow lawn, shovel, and then you just check off the blocks that you're willing to, to work in. And people can go on on the website and see your rates and see, oh, yeah, they're in my I'm on my block. I don't want to shovel today. It's super cold out. Um, so, all right, I want to get to these before I just got a minute. Uh, Maverick Munzber- Munzenberger, lacrosse police just arrested this guy uh, for, I guess, for the last couple of weeks. He's been exposing himself to women around UWL and Western Tech uh, off-campus, off-campus housing. So they uh, they caught the guy driving around. They caught a guy and then arrested him. So allegedly for doing this, not while he was driving around, but uh, three counts of, of of you know pretty much exposing himself to women. He's 21 years old. Uh, another guy, an Alaska man, arrested for stalking a woman. He wasn't supposed to be stalking, and uh, he just happened to get pulled over for tailgating a police officer in his unmarked vehicle. So I think he was he was tailgating the cop, and then he passed him in in an inappropriate like I think he passed him in a left turn lane, and the police pulled him over. Figured out that oh this is the dude that's been stalking a woman that he's not supposed to be stalking. A you're not supposed to be stalking anyway. He's really I think he, there's a restraining order or whatever against him. Uh, so they arrested him, and uh, he also had meth in his car, so or in his pocket. So good good job, lacrosse police, for getting those two guys off the street. Uh, being pretty awful to. Uh, to women. All right, that's going to do it. Have a happy Thanksgiving, guys. We'll see you uh, I'll, I'll see you on Monday. Michael will be here on Friday.